What about winning business, sales and marketing, making sure that they're getting um, enough inquiries and converting those inquiries into customers? How about the customer service aspect, making sure they keep the customers and, and create sort of raving fans? What about the financial function and the, the administrative tasks at the back end? You know, it's all right winning loads of business and having a fantastic service or product offering. If you're hemorrhaging money out the back door because your financial function's gone, then you know you're a busy fool. Right, good morning or good afternoon, everybody, depending on what time you're listening to this. This week's Goals Do Come True podcast, I'm joined by Ryan Andrews. Now, Ryan is a business coach at RA Business Performance, and he's based down in Haywards Heath. He also runs a garage, which is where he developed all of his business skills. You know, his take as a business performance coach, what he thinks about goals and the like. But over to you, Ryan. Tell us a little bit about yourself that I haven't covered off in that. Nice introduction. Thanks very much for that. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, everybody. I graduated about 20 years ago, business and economics. I then went to work in the city. But I always had a goal of wanting to be a business owner. So at 23, I bought my business. Yeah, I've run it for the past 20 odd years. We've done, done pretty well. Um, I've bought and sold other businesses too, some more successfully than others. Well, I created my own business coaching practice to try and help other people learn from my experience and my mistakes. This wasn't my ultimate goal, though. This wasn't my first goal or my dream. As a child, I only had one dream or one goal, and that was to be a professional footballer. So everyone around me, including myself, Certainly in the young years, at least, we just assumed that this would be the case. I can tell you today, I'm, I'm, I'm not, and I've never been a professional footballer. Okay, is there anything in particular happen, you know, that caused that not to happen? I mean, was it just two left feet or...? or no? <laughs> Some would probably say that, no. I mean, it took me quite a long while, actually, sort of person to get over the fact and it actually seriously impacted my mental health for for a period so this led me to sort of years of soul searching and and reflection so when I look back now I can see there was a pattern sort of emerging where you know I had a fear of, of being laughed at for having some sort of outlandish dream you know I wasn't bold enough to admit what I really wanted and, and therefore wasn't able to truly commit to it so I suppose I also had a bit of imposter or very much imposter syndrome and, and continually feeling like I was a, as a, was a fake and, and as not as good as people thought. So I was sort of riddled effectively with self-doubt and low self-esteem. Looking back, like I say, I know I, I, I had an idea or a dream, but that was it. And so I did have a goal, but I know now that it was simply an outcome-based goal. Mm-hmm. So... Although I think it's important to have the, the, the dream or the big long-term goal, start with the end in mind, as it were, I think by itself that's not enough. You know, I do believe that imagination is the beginning of all creation. You will what you imagine and then you create what you will. But it was understanding that last part, the creation part, the what and the how parts that, you know, when I started to understand that, that's when things have started to really change for me. You need to have meaningful goals set across a multitude of timeframes. So yeah. if, if I'd have had that, all the things that I'd suffered from 
would have well, they would have been fixed or, or at least seriously helped by having sort of what I now describe as clearly defined performance goals and process goals, along with obviously a plan of action. You know, when we set shorter term goals, we're more likely to act upon them. So we we you know if we take action consistently and persistently and make small you know incremental improvements, we get evidence of our self worth, and that starts to build the self belief. And self confidence. You know, I think the Japanese proverb for it is kaizen. You know, and of course, the more of these little process goals that we hit, the more confident we become, and then the cycle of growth continues. No, I like that. And um, with the goal setting aspect of it, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a believer in it and what it will do for you. But when you're starting out, sort of more modest goals to start with, just to see if it works. I would say anybody that hasn't started on this process, yeah. just come up with little ones. But then obviously what you're saying there is is add build those in as part of the bigger goal setting process so that you can feel that you're getting a bit of progress along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean they say, don't they, that a plan without action is just a dream. I would reframe that and say that a dream without performance-based goals like milestones and and an action plan and process goals, i.e. Um, almost a schedule of, to, you know, to-do list, little activities, you know, without those, then it doesn't work. I mean, that that in itself leads to people to procrastinate because they don't know what to do. They, they've got this, this picture in their mind of what they want to achieve, but um, we need to break it down and bring it back to the present day and, and smaller chunks, yeah, to little to-do lists, daily to-do lists, like your your little, you know, book where you're writing down your daily goals, you know. So it's all right having a yearly goal or a, yeah, exactly that. So it's all right having a yearly goal or a five-year goal or a 10-year goal or whatever it might be, but, you know, bringing it back to the present day and maybe having a, a seven-day goal or one-day, you know, plan of action um because if you if you've got that then you've got you're not confused and i think the, the if people are confused if people lack motivation it's usually because they're confused and they don't know what to do um when we get clarity around what we've got to do and the task at hand we we you know we get those those light bulb moments if you like and that sort of that activity squashes self-doubt and anxiety and fear um, and all of those things. So I suppose my formula would be have the dream, but you need the goals behind it, and then you need the action plan, and then you need the activity. And that activity is sort of daily or weekly shorter-term goals. I, I would wholeheartedly agree with daily goals. I mean, it, it really does and will make the difference. The purpose of a daily goal is, you know, to set yourself up for daily failure but it isn't because it's always going to be progress but if you've got an annual goal and you don't hit it right that's only one day's worth of failure whereas if you've got daily goals that you want to achieve then one yes you will have disappointments but you'll gradually get more successes than you will failures so your progress will be you know disproportionately greater by having daily goals and hold yourself accountable to those. But I do like, you know, the little checklist because we all love a checklist and we all love, a, you know, ticking things off. Yeah. Or is that just me? I mean, no, but, you know. <laughs> the dopamine blasts that you get from, uh, you know, the, the neurotransmitter that's released when you tick off a task and that's very addictive. 
when I was looking into this initially, I, I, I go a bit OCD and go a bit over the top, but was looking at the science behind it as well. And yes. so, yeah, that's one thing that changed my view of it, if you like, and actually made me look at it in a bit more detail and, and realised that actually goals are you know, massively important to people's success. But it's clear then that you you write them down because if you've got little steps and checklists and stuff yeah. like that. So so that's quite important. Is there any, you know, if you've studied the science, is there any particular uh, science behind that that you know of? Well, I mean, when I say I've studied the science, you know, I've, I've, I've you've read, read a book or two, right? I'm sure there's people that, that, <laughs> that, that listen and, 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 and unpick it, but it's my truth. It's not necessarily the truth, but I think committing ideas to paper seems to make them more real. You know, they say everything's created twice, don't they? Once in, in the mind and once in reality. So, and I think that's true, actually. We, we have an idea, but then if you write it down, it sort of, there's the reticular activating system in the brain that the sort of compass for your brain, if you will. And some people have described it as like the attention centre for the brain. So you sort of get more of what you focus on, don't you? A bit like when you buy a car, don't you? And you that you think you're the only person in the world with one and then suddenly you start seeing everyone and you think, blimey, everyone's got one of these and, and the same colour and the same everything. That's that's the, your particular activating system uh, going into to overload. So I think setting goals is is setting that focus and, and you know, then your brain's going to like filter out relevant information, which is going to help you take advantage of, of opportunities. Continually was being approached for my business and, you know, having a, a particular goal. When I got the call come in, it sort of triggered there because it actually hit the figures that I had decided a year or so earlier that I wanted to achieve. So, so yeah, I'm a great believer in the, the uh, reticular activating system. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I suspect you do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, things show up to people that are like truly committed to them, you know, and writing them down makes that. We've touched on the, the other benefit of, of the, the release of um, dopamine. Gives you that little shot of feel good. And I think that's why that sense of achievement, that's why having the short-term daily goals, like you say, is, are so important because the, the dopamine shot, the little shot of feel good gets released no matter how big the goal, it just, it's just that sense of achievement, you know, so it doesn't matter how big or small it is, you still get it. And it's, there's something really quite satisfying about ticking, you know, jobs off on that list in there and, and or crossing them out in a big yeah. green pen or whatever and, and saying, yeah, done that one. So, yeah, my advice to people would be to set these performance-based goals and definitely what I describe as process goals that are the sort of activities and the tasks at hand. You know, the shorter the time frame, the smaller the goal, but the more achievable and, and you know, like we said earlier um, before, the more control you have over it then. Yes. So therefore more dopamine, more buzz. Uh, right. What's not to love? Absolutely. What's, yeah. what's not to love? Exactly. Yeah, some people pay a fortune for that buzz. <laughs> well, <laughs> well or, or they go off and get it in alcohol and drugs and all the rest of it. Hey, look, you can get it in your business. How about that? We talk about big, hairy, audacious goals. These are like, you know, well, I can't believe. If I can achieve that, I can't believe that that will ever come true. Now, have you got... Any of those that you're working on at the moment, or have you had some that you've recently completed that you'd be prepared to share with us? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure. Um, 
that doesn't seem appropriate to say what I've done. I'm not sure how big and hairy it is. But, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's on a personal. My, my grandparents had a, had a large house with a swimming pool. So from a very young age, you know, we had a lot of fun there and a lot, a lot of good times. So I always wanted to do the same for, for my family. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're just finishing um, off. We're putting the pool in at the moment. So the next goals would be to acquire... Um, properties abroad so that I can you know spend three to six months somewhere sun, hot, hot and sunny you know in the next sort of few years that's a big one yeah I mean with the property we, we bought it um, about it, in 2014 didn't have the funds to to build the house that we wanted um, but we started building in 2016 so again had all had it all had all the the plans done and everything and, and the size and, and again it was effectively committing it to paper you know this is what the thing looks like and this is what I mean by it's the ideas created you know um, once in the mind and once in reality because you know an example of that would be that I'd be walking around you know a field effectively explaining to people that you know this is where the utility room is going to be this is where the bottom of the stairs is you know um, where the kitchen is going to be and so on and they're, they're sort of looking at me blankly but in my mind, I can see it and, mm-hmm. and have planned for that. The property was badly run down and in need of either demolition or renovation, um, but we had to just live in it as it was. So we, we got cracking when we could and just did it. I think sometimes you have to also you have to you have to start before you're ready. Uh, yes, yeah, I like that. And it's cool to think big and start small. But just start. Yes, that's that's what I would say. And and um, there's always going to be reasons why you shouldn't do something or can't do something. Or going to be people that say that you you know, oh you know I couldn't do that if I were you and so on. And so I think your environment and the people that you surround yourself with is massively important to this whole process as well. You know, I like the old Henry Ford quote. You know, if you think you can or can't, you're right. Yes, absolutely. I would choose believe that you can yes that one stood the test of time isn't it absolutely yeah and uh yeah we've got that mounted on the wall here because it's it's a choice isn't it you know man i think actually mindset is a choice ultimately when you come down to it so choose to believe and um good things will happen absolutely or or to quote wham choose life yeah i think it was wham i think (laughs) I don't know. I might be showing my age here. Okay, my, my, my wife would definitely know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you no, know, choose 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 to start. I think that's a that, that's the thing. Action cures fear is another one from Jim Rohn. That is that's a, yeah, a I, age ageless one. That one. Absolutely right, hundred percent. Okay, cool. So 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 we you're work in progress on the big hairy audacious goal. The swimming pool's coming in, which is which is nice. They're quite relaxing. They're quite relaxing. Goal, probably something that's a bit more. Um, it's not monetary based. Is to is is you know, as a business. You know, we, we want to be like helping a thousand business owners a year, um, in one way, shape, or form. So that that's that's a that's a big hairy. That's a big goal. That's and a big actually, goal. That's more inspired and something that other people can perhaps buy into more. And and it's. Yeah, and it's doable, whether that be through getting out there, being more visual, doing more webinars, seminars when we can, when it's back open, online training courses, gifting um, sessions to, to people that, that need it. 
anything to just get the numbers up and help people create wealth for themselves and, and you know, and whatever that means to them. Yes. No, I like that. I like, yeah, I like that. There's going to be a lot more businesses coming, I think. You know, there's a lot of people out there have it, working from home, sort of not been under the scrutiny of their boss. So they've probably got a few side hustles going on, you know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. When the when the side hustle earns you more money than the main job, right, you know, and you're passionate about it, dive in, go for it. Absolutely. Think big and go for it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good, good. This is uh, shameless plug time. So you get the opportunity to tell us what, what you physically do, what sort of people you can help. And then obviously in part of the show notes, we'll make sure that, you know, your web, web address is in there, your LinkedIn profile and, and Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But what do you do? Ryan, go ahead, tell us. Well, I've got a, a toolkit full of tried and tested strategies and techniques that I help business owners learn. You know, when we um, ask Elastic Systems set up to create um, specialists, people that have a job, and become an employee. And yet, as we know, as we've just said, you know, particularly in the current climate where people are going to sort of start creating and starting their own businesses, they're going to need, or they do need, re-education. And, you know, they need to become generalists. They need to become uh, strong in each of the three areas of the business, not just the operation or the, the delivery of their product or service, which they've, you know, they've become a specialist in. But what about winning business? sales and marketing, making sure that they're getting um, enough inquiries and converting those inquiries into customers. How about the customer service aspect, making sure they keep the customers and, and create sort of raving fans? What about the financial functions and the, the administrative tasks to the back end? You know, it's all right winning loads of business and, and having a fantastic service or product offering. But if you're hemorrhaging money out the back door because your financial function's wrong, then, you know, you're a busy fool. So mm-hmm. it's making sure that, that we're creating well-rounded business owners that are equally as strong in each of the sort of three main areas of business. Yeah, I'd say there's a massively high attrition rate of, of you know new businesses. I think there's something like 80% of businesses don't last five years and the remaining sort of 20% last, I think 4% get to 10 years, which is quite an alarming stat. People often, you know, will give up um, and go back and get a job. So I want to sort of stem that tide and try and make more businesses more successful, more um, sustainable and you know, give them longevity. So it's taking them through that that journey and that process. And of course, it's hard to see yourself if you're in the frame. So yeah. sometimes we need to step out of the picture, have a different perspective, look at things differently to actually realise what it is that we need. So yeah, that's where someone like myself or you know a business coach or whatever comes in. Okay, so helping people work on their business, not just in it, I think the phrase is. Absolutely, yeah, that's, that seems to be the go-to. Uh, <laughs> go-to so, phrase yeah, these yeah, days. Exactly. But, awesome. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, but these things are a great like, little snippet, but what does that actually mean? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Sort of, uh, um, yeah, helping people create a business that works without them um, so that they get, as we said at the beginning, you know, before we, we were on, on, on air, on air you know, it's it's not necessarily you, you decide you don't want to work anymore. It's having that choice. And I think yes. that's financial freedom. It's, yeah. it's deciding, do you know what? I actually fancy spending Christmas in Australia 
and I know that I'm going to come back and my business is going to be, you know, in even better shape when I come back, not spending the whole time thinking, oh my God, you know, what, what am I going to come back to or worse still, it not functioning at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what we, uh, that's we what you do. Okay. Yeah. So um, that, that, that's pretty good. Now, now we throw in the one amazing nugget that Ryan would share with people when he's put on against it. I find these ones bubble up from deep within and they're yeah. gems. No pressure. Uh-huh. My one tip for people. Yeah. I like the Jim Rohn quote, you know, if you don't like how things are, then change it. You're not a tree. Perfect. Um, you know, I also like the Viktor Frankl quote, which is, you know, between stimulus and response, man has a choice. And that's your ability to respond. That's your responsibility. And you get to choose your response to any stimulus that's put in front of you. It is a choice. And I know that it can seem really difficult and overwhelming and, and tough at times, but we have all got a choice of how we respond to things. Think big and go for it. Excellent. What a perfect end to this week's podcast. So everybody, that was Ryan Andrews. We've got his details in the show notes. So if you want to reach out and you're, you know, business owner and it's like not as exciting as it used to be, and you maybe want a little bit of direction, you can reach out to Ryan. All I can say is, Ryan, thanks for your insights there. We'll catch up again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 